Okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, has, it has to be different to game spoilers, though. You can't do the same. I know. Um. Hello. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, more similar. <clears throat> Welcome everybody to the mini map cast. What the fuck are you clapping for? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, welcome. My name is Kerry. Uh, Whoa, you should see this waveform for the clapping. It's, it looks rad. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> oh my god. You're an audio nerd now. Yeah. Uh, my name is Kerry. I am one of the the co-founders of Minimap, I guess. Mm. I don't know. That, that, that's how I wrote it. Yep, good. Co-founders. Uh, to my left uh, is uh, Jeremy. Hi. We are in his wine cellar. Uh, to oh, my... that makes you sound so fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just recording in my wine cellar. <laughs> <laughs> After that, pick a bottle you'd like and you can go. <laughs> <laughs> you could be on your way. Yeah. Uh, to my right is is June. Hello. Uh, we are all here to record our general thoughts on uh, the recent comings and goings of the gaming industry. I guess uh, stuff like new game impressions and uh, our takes on news and things that have happened during the week. And uh, our gripes about certain things and stuff like that. So if you want to hear us talk about what we do and don't like about the industry, here you are. You found the place to hear us talk about that. Congratulations. Uh, this podcast is a part of minimap.com.au, uh, which is our... Oh, wait, is it .au? Yep. .au, I knew that. Definitely uh, .com. Which is our, our take on an editorials website where we uh, totally, very regularly uh, post... Uh, written articles about our podcast <laughs> yeah basically our podcasts uh, we have another podcast that we do once a month called Game Spoilers Podcast that's a monthly game club where we talk about the game that we play um, that's that's a lot of fun we've enjoyed doing that for most of this last year the next game is Donut County so if you want to be a part of that part of the conversation just play oh, it and oh, listen oh, fuck or what I haven't announced it on Twitter forgot about that keep oh, going Jeremy sorry you're a bad Twitter. I set an alarm, but then I missed it. Hang on. <laughs> when did you set the alarm? It. Like two weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> missed it. <laughs> Legit, I've got. I've had this reminder in my calendar for the past like a week. Tweet about podcast. Keep going. Tweet about podcast. Um, so, as this is the first episode, we will we, we, we figured we'd do a, a, a sort of introductory sort of a spin. Um, does anyone want to go first in terms of introducing... Your background and your history and... Me? Oh, June's, June's I'm first. June's up. I'm enthusiastic today. I'm an enthusiast. I'm an enthusiast today. <laughs> um, I'm June. I, uh, we all did game design two years ago. We studied. We studied. We study. Um, and last year. Kind of. Yeah. Keep going. We started to, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I like games. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Jeremy. <laughs> no. Uh, no, you don't. I, yeah, you're right. No, I do like games. Um, fun. <laughs> what um, games do you like? Narrative games. Yeah. About the gays. That's it. Narrative games. Yep. Gaysons. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> Gaysons. <laughs> you go. Yes. Full stop. <laughs> Jeremy. Hello. What is your history of... Gaming and words. Well, it all started 
when I was six. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm a qualified game designer who doesn't want to do game design. Um, and yeah, I play a lot of different kinds of games. I enjoy lots of different kinds of games and genres. Um, and yeah, I recently did a, recently I recently did an article about No Man's Sky. Um, about the new update, you should go read that at minimap.com.au. Um, and yeah, I like games which make me think about things in a different way, or I like games that do things that are different. And No Man's Sky does a lot of things different, which is why I like that game. Jeremy's a novelty man. That's not a... No, not a <laughs> novelty! I like things that are weird. I like Koyoni Scutsy the movie. Keep going. I don't know what... And, uh, was that fucking, English? It's a fucking weird movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, in terms of things that um, I am, uh, once upon a time I was a, a musician, a saxophonist. Uh, Is that the actual term? A saxophonist? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like you Sa- could be a pianist you, or a violinist. Yeah, I know. Yeah, or a sa- cellist. Saxophonist just sounds like Do you put that on your made up word. Sure don't. Can you please put it in your resume? I would hire someone if it said saxophonist. I mean, job. in my interest section, that's Saxophony. like. <laughs> I know. I was like, if there's, if... <laughs> I'm sure that's an album title somewhere. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, after that, I did IT and I hated it. And then after that, I did game design with these two and enjoyed it much more. But also, um, you know, here we are not doing game design and instead talking about games. We're the, the lapsed game design club, I guess. Uh, I really like games that um, moment to moment are very engaging. So I've always really enjoyed like the early Assassin's Creed games because I feel like there's a lot of um, player choice and agency in terms of traversal and combat and stuff like that. Um, stuff like roguelikes, like Nuclear Throne and Dead Cells and The Binding of Isaac. Lots of hundreds of hours in there. The new Spider-Man game is sort of ticking all the boxes in that regard. It's that's that's my favorite stuff. That's what I really like. I've got an article coming out probably in the next week about um, why I don't like the newer Assassin's Creeds as much. Well, specifically Origins as much as I enjoyed the rest of the series. So stay stay tuned. Keep keep pressing that F5 on that web page there <laughs> for that one. Please give us ad revenue. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we're just gonna, we've, we've just got a few lists of topics, but we don't have too much of a structure for this one, we're just gonna give it a go, see how it goes, if you listen and like it, or don't like it, feel free to send us some feedback on our Twitter, which is at minimapau, um, or our individual Twitters, which we can pimp later, uh, so let's, let's jump into it, let's all talk about Spider-Man, because we've all been playing lots of Spider-Man, because it's Spider-Week. It is Spider Week. Happy Spider Week, everybody. Um, <laughs> well, waveform's cool again. I was going to um, say, Jeremy's about to. Yeah. Uh, Kerry. Yeah. You put this topic on the on the document. Yeah. What would you like to talk about in the recently released Insomniac Games developed Spider Man game? Spider Man. <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah, sorry, yeah, Spider-Man. yeah, that's it. Marvel Spider-Man, and anytime you see it written, it's usually Marvel Spider-Man dash PS4. <laughs> yeah, even although the logo is just Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah. It's very interesting how they've done that. Um, they shouldn't so, have called it that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's pro- I reckon all Marvel games, because this is the first game from the new Marvel games 
like Banner. Yeah. I reckon they're all going to be like that. It's going to be Marvel's The Avengers, Marvel's Marvel's Reckon they're doing. Won't they all be very similar if that's the case? Probably. I mean, I think that's what they want, though. Uh, I like, don't know if I'd play another game. Like, I've already played Spider-Man. I don't need to play another superhero game. I mean, I guess they'd be different. Uh, but, but I mean, anyway. the, the Avengers game's being made by Square. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who knows if that'll even be connected. Do you think Cloud will be in it? Please. Or King Mickey? Is Noctis going to be King there? Mickey isn't Square in <laughs> Sure it is. <laughs> anyway, Spider-Man. Um... So I mean, we put I put the, we put this on here basically because when we when we you know got here to start doing this thing, we were talking about it for half an hour anyway. Um, but yeah, though there's there's so much of this game that I think is done really well. I'm really, as always, I'm very impressed with this game from Insomniac. They do such a good job. Um, the last game I played from them was the Ratchet and Clank movie tie-in. Call um, it movie tie-in. It's a reboot. I I'd say I I'm gonna say movie tie-in because having played a lot of those games previously. You can tell it was sort of held back by the movie, um, in terms of writing and story. It had movie cutscenes in it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. And then in the second half of the game, it all sort of fell away, and it was just like, so get to the end, the get to the end. Was like better than the first half of the game. <laughs> I hated the same. Really? Anyway, Spider Man. The final boss was so good. I don't remember the in final boss. Opinion. Oh, you yeah, know the final boss yeah. was okay. I meant in terms of like pacing and yeah, okay. and and um, jokes and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and writing. Um, the gameplay didn't falter. Um, the gameplay was fine. Um, but Spider-Man. Um, I don't know, there's something about it. I, I remember, just because we've been talking about it online, Jeremy, it's something that you've been saying, like, every second day is, how am I not sick of swinging? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it feels real good. It, it's, it feels real fucking good. Yeah. Did you watch Simone's uh, video on it? It's very good. You should watch it. It's like, why it feels good. Right. Yeah, I was thinking about that a bit last night, because, um, you know, getting ready for this, and I was like, part of part of any system like this that feels good is all about the feedback, right? Mm. And there's there's not that much, like, vibration feedback. There's a little, which is good, but um, a lot of the sound design is really the key of this. It's the it's the sound of the webs. Can I fucking say that every time you start swinging, it plays that goddamn, that one song. It's always that same one song, and I cannot stand Oh, it. no, but it's great, because the song goes, and then you start swinging, and then it goes. Yeah. It's like, it's when you're falling, the song starts, yeah. and then when you swing, it kicks off. And the beginning of Amazing Spider-Man 2, no matter what problems with that movie is, the swinging in that movie is really good. <laughs> and it's it reminds me of that a lot. That's good. I, I, I did notice that at the start, because you're... You're not as far as we are. No. Um, and I did notice that when I was playing it in the first few hours. Okay. But once you get sort of get to different story beats and, like, different weather, it sort of changes with the weather mm-hmm. in the game. So, like, at the start, it's it's lots of, like, bright I guess, skies. because I've been doing all the collectible stuff. Yeah. So, like, I've... Yeah, no. So, the, the You've the been sound... getting them backpacks? I've, be, I've got two more to go. Nice. Two more, yeah, yeah. right. I've, I've been, I've been <laughs> eking them out. I've been mm-hmm. trying to do them gradually but steadily. Um, but, yeah, no, the music does change. It becomes a bit less strident and like this is the theme of the game mm. yeah i think as well like um when you swing you like the the whole thing is you press r2 right yeah. it's kind of like shooting a whip yeah it's like a, it's like you're grabbing which is well yeah. like, like what spider-man is doing it's just like wow that, that's me except I'm the sound effect except the sound effect i think is correct me if i'm wrong jeremy but it's whip yes yes that that, <laughs> that is the official um spider-man web swinging <laughs> got TM, sound tm on the end Swift. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it probably does. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. be surprised if they, if they trademarked the whip, like synced 
for Wolverine. Sinks. Sink. It's his claws coming out. What about heat sinks and the kitchen sink? No. How do they get around that? It's, it's, it's snicked. Snicked. Sinked. Snicked. Anyway. <laughs> Hire uh, me for your audio engineering. <laughs> but yeah, no, like the audio design is so good. Like the every time you shoot a web, it's so fast. Like you, it sounds fast and it's so punchy. Hmm. It's so instantly a lot. And I think it really works well to keep the keep the um the tactile feel of what's going every time. And you're right, the that it's so mapped to the R2 button and that when you it starts when you when you press the button, you know, if you're in range or and it lets go when you let go. Um, and when you press X at the right time, that's when you get a big burst of momentum. Like you're so keyed into every one of um, Spider Man's actual movements mm-hmm. in the game. I think it, it works so well. Uh-huh. Like that and I think the the feel of speed and momentum is so like apparent mm. like 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 when you get fast you feel like you're going fast mm. like the motion blur kicks in like it's, and you get like speed trails behind you a bit yeah as well. yeah like and you feel like you feel fucking fast and so when you're like really low to the ground and like getting the uh, like you keep on you keep on swinging at the right angle to keep your speed going fast like you feel ridiculously fast. Yeah, and when you're in like the context of all the people like walking normal speed yeah, and like stuff. Yeah, like buildings are going past. You're like just narrowly missing cars, and people are going whoa, like just very briefly as you hit them, <laughs> or like go past them rather. Um, you know, like every now and then, like hearing like a siren or hearing like a fraction of someone's conversation and stuff. Mm. It just it is a very very fast traversal system, um, which it really needs to be because. Yeah. As it turns out, New York is big. Yeah, totally. Um, the combat in this game feels really good as well. Like, um, looking at demos and stuff like that and listening to people say, oh, it's like Arkham. You could see the Arkham, like, uh, inspiration. It's heavily inspired by Arkham. You know, at this point, I'd say they've sort of defined the formula for a, a standalone superhero game. Um, but I feel like the combat is different enough because um, Batman's a tank. Um, I feel like there's less concern with Batman, um, in terms of, like, dodging attacks and stuff like that. Whereas in this, if you're not moving constantly, you get hit, and four or five hits and you're down. I think it's, it's really interesting the way it's all about getting people up in the air so that they're not able to hit you, and, and dodging out of the way bullet fire, like, pretty constantly. Yeah, like, Batman in the Arkham games is all about countering. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man is a lot about just moving out of the way to attack mm. as opposed to like grabbing their attack and turning it against them mm. um which i think is a good representation of the character um like spider-man's always been very fast mm. and it's almost about like it, it's it's kind of about crowd control a lot of it yeah um you know like webbing up enemies while you're like fighting others or like you know just pinning them down so you can make sure you don't get overwhelmed whereas Batman is like, you know, it, it can be very get in, get out, get in, get out. Mm. Um, and like, I've got like the countering system is almost exactly the same as Arkham because it's got like the Spidey sense, which fits with the character almost like, honestly, it fits with, fits with the character better than it does with Batman. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's not, you know, that's not a, a, a takeaway from Batman. That's more about it just fits with Spider-Man so, so well. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that they would use a, they would adopt a similar system. Yeah. 
It's interesting. I had a customer come in the other day and return Spider-Man because he said it was not enough like Batman. Not enough like Not Batman. enough, enough like, like Batman. Batman. Like, excuse me? Interesting. Like, did I, they want Detective? Or did they I want... I have no idea. Right. That's like, very Like, sure, strange. buddy. I'm not going to get in, into this because obviously your opinion's bad. Spider-Man's a fucking cop. <laughs> <laughs> you see, that's interesting because... Like I was saying, you know, coming into reviews, it was like, I don't really want to play an Arkham clone. You know? Yeah. And I feel like, for the most part, they have distinguished what yeah. this game is to make it its own thing. Um, within that sort of established formula. Well, yeah, formula-ish. So, I'm actually really glad that it's not enough like mm. Batman. I would I would find it too boring, I think, if it was more like Batman. I think that's why I didn't like Shadow of Mordor, which uses a very similar combat system. Because yeah. that game is big, and you are not a fast person in that game, apart from when you get that weird ghost speedrun. Yeah. And the combat, I felt, didn't fit with the Shadow of Mordor. And it was really... It was an odd system for, I think, for them to use. And I feel like that Spider-Man is a good Shadow... is Spider-Man is a good Shadow of Mordor game. Yeah, right. <laughs> because it uses a lot of very similar things. Like, it uses watchtowers, and it's an open world, and it's about, like, taking over parts of a city and stuff, or, like, parts of a location... And, I don't know, Shadow of Mordor, the entire time, I'm like, this is just not, like, this is not at all what I really wanted to play. Yeah, right. And Spider-Man is exactly what I wanted from that game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, How is it going from, for you, because obviously you know a lot about Spider-Man, or, like, I'm not sure about uh, I'm not, I'm not as much, I'm not as keyed into it. Yeah. Um, I know there's a lot of references, like, a lot of references to comics, right, in the comics? Yeah, I mean, like, the, the, the biggest reference to the comics is probably the suits. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the suits are from comics. Like, I don't recognise so a lot many. of the suits. What um, about the locations? You have to take pictures of and stuff like that. Because I that, that, get some, I'm like, but I don't, fucking, why am I taking pictures of this blank wall? Yeah, like... I don't understand. Like, a lot of it, um... Yeah, like... That, or that, the backpacks. Like, what do you get in the backpacks? Like, well, like, the backpacks, yes and no. Like, a lot of the backpacks is, like, just very... Like, just kind of loose Spider-Man references. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the time I fought the Vulture, and... That's also important, because we know those characters come in towards the end of the game. Yeah. And you know that it's, it's establishing that Spider-Man is an older Spider-Man. Yeah. So it is sort of, like, world-building in terms of establishing what this Spider-Man is. Yeah. Um, even if you haven't played spider-man before yeah like it's doing the like this is an experienced peter parker this is a spider-man who's been doing it for a while he's not in high school anymore he's not in college anymore either yeah um it's like an adult yeah and it's it's kind of like the backpacks almost feel like the the love letter to young spider-man um mm. but the, the yeah like the locations definitely like there's alias investigations there's rand industries there's josie's bar and stuff it's like very like, it's just, like, a lot of New York centralised Marvel locations from comics and from... Yeah. Like, it's it's also fairly, a little bit inspired by the Netflix shows, a lot of those locations. Um, yeah, so when you're in Hell's Kitchen, you get a lot of the, um... You get a lot of the references to the Netflix Marvel shows. Yeah. Um, and obviously when you're... Which, which obviously inspired by the comics, but, like, a lot of it is specifically... The, the Netflix shows, like, they don't really talk much about, like, Punisher or, like, Moon Knight or something. It's very much just, like, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Daredevil. and Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, which I appreciate, having watched those shows. I, I I like that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's like, oh, I've, I've, I've watched enough of this to be like, hey, that's a, that's a church. <laughs> See, like, <laughs> like, when I found, like, 
the Wakanda embassy and stuff like that. It's like that's like oh my god, I know what yeah, that is. Yeah, so I totally. feel like that would be even better if I'd read the comics. If you know what I mean? Yeah, like, or like had seen the Netflix show. Yeah, like I the, wanted to know what that is like. Like Wakanda embassy. And the Avengers Tower. Yeah, Avengers yeah. Tower. And the, um, the Doctor Strange residence. Yeah, the Sanctuary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, those are the kind of, like, the heavy hitter kind of references. Yeah. Um, it was really cool when I when I found the Doctor Strange one. It was, like, tracking the steps that they took to go around the corner where the big chip came down. Like, seeing, like, right. where it would oh, be and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. That is cool. My only gripe with the Doctor Strange thing is, is he's not on the street that Doctor Strange is famously on. Which I thought was a really oh, cool thing. Oh, really? For the, yeah, That's like interesting. He, he's not on. Um, was it Bleecker Street or something? I don't know. Um, they probably had to delete it or something. Like, because you know, it's a condensed news. Yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely one of those things where it was like they just couldn't fit that street on. Yeah. Um, something I I love in this game is just the dialogue and the 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 witty. They they really nailed the the wit in this game in terms of Spider Man's. Um, like, just own sense of humour. Yeah. So when you're looking at the backpacks, there's this one thing where he's talking about some radio frequency thing, and I was looking at the thing that you've picked up. I don't, I can't remember what it is specifically, but it's just got this dial on it that goes from the bottom to the top, and handwritten on it is zero, and at the top is 11. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool. It doesn't get mentioned. It's just in there. Yeah. And stuff like when you find the Wakandan embassy... Um, Spidey says, I wonder if T'Challa got bitten by a radioactive That's panther. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's so good. And then, um, uh, J- James Jonah Jameson's podcast... Oh my god. ...is... The fucking best thing. That's not... The best thing that game. That's not, um, that's not about, like, his sense of humour, but it's about the writer's sense of humour. Yeah. And it's so well done. It's so funny. He's just this narrow-minded, narcissistic man it's just Alex Jones. Oh, it's so good. It's... James Jonah Jameson would absolutely just be Alex Jones in, in real... I can't wait till Spider-Man... Because there's a few times where... Uh, he was he was saying he, he could have gotten paid to do something as Spider-Man, but that would have led to his identity being discovered or something, so he mm. couldn't accept it. And I'm thinking, I can't wait till Spider-Man 2 when he starts using, he starts getting paid to be Spider-Man by using cryptocurrency. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Blockchain-powered Spider-Man. What's continually blowing me away every time I open this game up is, um, I'm sure it's the same for you guys, like how big it is. Yeah. Like, mm. um... In terms of content, or, like, yeah, literally square like, feet? Yeah, like, big, big, New York's big. Yeah. Um, and I've only unlocked that, that main... What's the central island called? Is it Manhattan? Yeah, that, that's all that is. Yeah, like, it's just like, the like, one the, Yeah, you're, oh, you're, can you Can you go to the other ones? Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? Yeah, and, like, climbing to the top of, like, the Empire State Building and stuff, and yeah. looking out over the city at night and stuff, it's like, I can literally, like, go down, I can go down there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, like, it's that Todd like, Howard, like, see that mountain? You can go there, <laughs> yeah. if, but except it's, like... But it's it's real, like, it's... Yeah. And it's, it's and you go down there, and there's, like, people on the street, and they have their own... Well, looks like they have their own lives, and it's, like, everything is... It's, it's like, real life. Yeah, totally. There's There's been a time where I, I landed on the street, and I was just like, I'm just gonna walk on the street for a little bit, and, like... Um, Finger guns, everyone. Yeah, exactly. Just walking past, and there's people who 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 just walking, and then they like notice, and they they're just like shocked for a moment. They're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And then this other guy's like, "Hey, I saw there was this weird research station on top of this building," and I'm like, "Right, Oak. Yeah, keep walking." <laughs> and, no, it's really fun. It it lets you really lets you like want to get in the shoes of Spider Man. Um, I feel like in terms of the movement and the actions. Yeah, like, Spider-Man was always, 
one of like I've read a lot of comic like a lot of comics and Spider-Man was always one of my favorites because like he was always the relatable hero um he was like when when Stanley was making him he like he was pitching it as like a as a nobody hero with like real problems um in a world of billionaires and you know super soldiers um so having having like a large part of the game be Peter Parker um and dealing with his issues in conflict with him being Spider-Man and seeing what a joy being Spider-Man really brings him is like such a important thing to capture in the game yeah um which is one of the reasons I didn't like I I didn't like the Tobey Maguire movies as much because being Spider-Man felt like a bit of a chore to him sometimes yeah um whereas it should always be what he wanted to do um yeah there's never a doubt yeah Yes. I rewatched Homecoming the other night, um, and I feel like it's How fucking like, good. It, like, I forgot, because I saw it in cinemas, I hadn't seen it since. Right. Um, and, like, you're right, like, it really, like, the Homecoming, especially if you compare it to the first movies, it's like, he, he wants to be Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. He gets so happy, you know, he uses like all, all his free wants. time, yeah. right? Um, like, you see him run away from high school, like, at Exactly, the, at, on the dot of, like, yeah, yeah, like, or Because he just wants to get out there. Yeah. Um, and it... Sacrificing time with friends. Mm. Like, yeah. And it reflects in the game of, like, how fun it is swinging mm-hmm. and how fun it is actually being Spider-Man in that game and doing all the activities and, like, collecting backpacks and co- chasing those pigeons was so fun. <laughs> that was yeah. good. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it's just, it's such a joy to play. Totally. Something I noticed yesterday, because I've, I've gone to a point where... I started thinning out the collectibles a bit on the map, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to finish off a couple of them. I think it was the the, the stakeouts, and it was at the point where one was on like, like, a th- like a quarter of the way north of the island from the top of the island, and then the other one was down but in the south. And so I travelled to one, and then I was like, I'm just going to go over there. That's just the next thing I'm going to do. And I didn't get distracted by anything else, and I just kept going and going. It was like three thousand five hundred meters on the map, and I just kept traveling i wasn't even thinking about it and i didn't want to fast travel yeah and it was it's just so kinetic and enjoyable it, yeah it's it, it's ceaselessly enjoyable i'm close to the game and play the game in roughly six hour like instances and i haven't fast traveled once you mean you're close to the end yeah yeah wait what did i say I said close to the game oh sorry yeah i, I I'm, I'm close to finishing the game and yeah, I, I fast traveled once when it was the tutorial to fast travel. Yeah. But that was it. And um, to be fair, those scenes are great. It where cute. it's just Spider Man on his phone yeah. or like eating a donut. Like that's I've seen the one perfect. where the guy next to him is like sleeping on yeah, the Yeah, he's sleeping on the phone. It's great. But yeah, it's such a shame that, you know, they've made it entirely. Un- and that said, there are people who don't. They, that just want to power through. They do want the fast travel. Mm. They're just like, just get me there so I can be done. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be great for those people, but. For me, yeah. Um, I think if there's anything else I wanted to touch on is just sort of like um, like uh, graphics in terms of like uh, facial stuff. I know we were saying this before. Um, but there's something about Peter's face. <laughs> and I say only Peter's face because I thought it was going to be everyone's face. But after you see like MJ's face or Aunt May's face or Martin Lee's face... Or Miles' face, like, or, it's or, just... Or, or, or Octavius's face, I it, think, is a really good one. Yeah, exactly. It's just not mild spoilers there, by the way. It's a bit late, but whatever. Spoilers of what? You, you, didn't, you didn't know <laughs> that he was in there until he was in there. Octavius? Yeah. 
He's like in the like the first hour of the game. I know, but they made a specific anyway. Like spoilers, pre-spoilers, yeah, post-spoilers, yeah. Um, it's like there's something about Peter's face. There's something wrong with it. Slightly, there's just a little bit of uncanny valley going on there, which I don't get with the others. I think his face doesn't move a lot, which is odd. Yeah, like he doesn't. You so know, maybe not very expressive. I don't know. I'm I'm not sure what it is about. Like I don't think it's bad. I think it's it's just like off just a touch. Um, yeah. I also th- it might just be the eyes. Like the eyes is such a hard thing to get right sometimes. Totally. Um, but they got it right with everyone else. Yeah, I know. Like I, think I, they I don't know put why. more care into their main character. I don't know. I mean, obviously they did, but what? It, like I don't know. Just, yeah. Maybe it. Maybe did no one else sort of think like, huh? Something's a bit funny here. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. That that said, it's 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 not enough to detract from it. I don't think it's just enough that I look and go, hmm. yeah, funny. Yeah. Like Weird. It, I don't, you know, I noticed it at the beginning, and then I you just kind of get used to it. Like, yeah. like this is just Peter. Yeah, <laughs> big bushy eyebrow Peter, weird face Peter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's all the the, the top of the top. Oh oh oh! How could I forget photo mode? The photo mode in this game, I'm hooked. It is unreal. I really 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 like this photo mode, and clearly like it's it's. All over the internet, more so than I've seen with any other photo mode, really. Right. Like, I feel like I haven't really seen posts about the amount of posts. Is it because, like, this is sort of the first photo mode that you can put your own, like, stickers and stuff on and, like, put it on? That's true. Like, it is magazines vers- and stuff. Yeah. It is really Whereas, like, versatile. You know, Horizon in that Zero way. Dawn has one and it's pretty, but it doesn't have, like, the whole. Yeah, so that it's got frames and stuff, but I think. Yeah, but not, not in terms of, like, what Spider Man has. No, like, I think. Which is funny, because I think the photo mode in Spider-Man is fine, but, like, it's not... It doesn't give me a lot of photo mode options that I want. Like, it's got filters, and it's got, like, the covers, and it's got, like, aperture and field of view. Like, the selfie mode, I think, is one of the big parts, because it's so cute. Um, but, yeah. like, the Horizon Zero Dawn photo mode is, like, literally got, like, aperture and depth of field, and you can change Alloy's pose and smile, and you can get rid of our Aloy, and you can change the time of day... You can do a lot of... You can do some... You can do a lot of that in Spider-Man. Yeah, but you Not can't... the time of day, yeah. but you can change Spidey's eye shape. Yeah. Like, the emotes. And that's difficult. Like, what are you going to change with his emotions? Like, he's... No, but he I mean... No but, like, like, you can't change his pose or anything. You have to just make sure he's in that pose when he's there. Yeah, you gotta, you got to change it in the in the game. Yeah. Which I kind of don't mind. That's sort of like a puzzle trying to make the, make the shot happen. Yeah. Know what I mean? I, like, I, I think... You'd the, rather just do that in the mode. Like, uh, like the, the Horizon Zero Dawn photo mode, I think, is the best in any game I've ever seen. Um, and I I would love if Sony just, like, said, we're going to put this in all your, all, all our other first-party mm. um, games, because I think it would benefit so much. Yeah. It's such a good touch. It's like, look at our game, please. Mm. Yeah, Like, absolutely. please take pictures of our game. Yeah. yeah. We, and, like, we worked really hard on it. It's like, you know what? Like, yes, and at, at PAX, Horizon literally had a gallery of yeah. photo mode yeah. photos, which was something I've never seen before. Yeah, that was awesome. It's such a good new thing that games are doing. Yeah. Yes. Shall we move on? Yeah, I think I think that's 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 the Spider Man. How we, how we wanted to run this was like everyone bring a topic to the discussion. Yeah. So whose topic is next? Uh, I think it was mine. Jeremy's topic. Rocket Pass. Rocket Pass! So, You'll have to tell me what this is, because yeah. I'm not too sure. So, Rocket League. Yes. Um, if you don't know, Rocket League is soccer with battle cars. Um, it's basically it. And it's fun. And it's a short game made by Psyonix. Um, it is a spiritual successor 
and a probably a company staple at this point for them because it went gangbusters when it came out. Which was three years ago now. Yes. And, yeah, and because their previous game was Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Powered Battle Cars, which I will stand by, that's a good name for a video <laughs> game. Um, which was, it's almost the exactly the same game, except this one feels better and is multi-platform. Um, so, yeah, Rocket Pass came out, which is their, basically it's the Fortnite Battle Pass. So it's, you pay 10 or $15, I don't quite remember. Um, and it's, you're basically buying their progression system. Yeah. Um, and like Fortnite, there's a free mode, um, which is, if you don't buy it, you can still upgrade tiers, but you only get very sporadic rewards for going up through tiers. Yeah, you just sort of skim off the top, basically. Yeah, and as as opposed to if you were to buy the Rocket Pass, um, you get an item every single tier. Mm. And a tier is probably about five or six matches, depending. Um, and you also get like an XP boost and stuff, so you can you upgrade tiers faster if you have the Rocket Pass. Um, and Fortnite does a similar thing with certain things. Um, yeah, so clear, it, like everyone, everyone is looking to Fortnite for their um, as they should be because that game's making a fucking billion dollars. Exactly, it's the game on top of the world right now. Um, well, maybe not this week, but um, <laughs> it's it's interesting because everyone everyone is trying to look at it, even games that are well established, mm. um, and even Fortnite's direct competitor. Because I I find it interesting that. Um, uh, PUBG's event pass came out when Sarnok released and they got a massive amount of um, of they, they got lambasted you know they yeah. got they just got taken to pieces for it yeah um, because the game wasn't running as well and people have already paid for the game you know all the all of the um, it, it, it's a it's a premium priced game yeah which on top of that they're still selling you a second progression system when they didn't have a progression system until that point. Yeah. Um, so people, understandably, felt a bit... Uh, Jilted? Yes. <laughs> to, to put it one way. Yeah. Um, have, do you think that has happened with this Rocket Pass? Not as much because it's been three years and they yeah. already had a, a some form of a, a progression system. And the game is cheaper too. Yeah, and, and the game is like... The game is polished as fuck. Like, the game, like, looks great, runs great, and has not had major issues. Like, only one major issue I can think of is when they introduced a new map, it wasn't running as well as some of the other maps. Um, oh, no. That was And that was a long time ago. Yeah. Like, that, the, that was the, the year um, it came out. All the car upgrades and stuff are so good as well. Like, yeah. I don't even mind paying money to get more. Yeah, That's so, like, like, you know, like, full disclosure, this is the first time I've bought a pass, a progression pass. Um, because I've been playing the game a lot. They, they also did a major progression overhaul late, uh, recently mm. um, in preparation for the Rocket Pass um, to make sure that the Rocket Pass would have felt good. And initially when I bought the pass, I felt that it took a while to level up, but I've kind of figured out how long it roughly takes to level up the Rocket Pass. Um, so yeah, do you, how do you, having spent the money, having spent the time as well, how do you how do you feel about the rocket pass? Is it has it been a worthwhile investment for you? Is it is it breathing in new life to Rocket League? I mean, that's hard to say because we only started playing it recently. Yeah. Again, but like I think yes because the game makes me want to like so like someone someone did the math on Reddit, um, the most trusted site for that sort of thing, um, 
And it was like roughly if you play an hour a day, you will get every tier up until the end of season, roughly. Okay. Um, which is a big commitment. Which sounds like a lot, but when I sit down and play Rocket League, I don't play one hour. I'll play three or four, maybe. Um, I'll sit down and I'll stream it for maybe two hours or something, and I'll play a game or two here or there while I'm doing something else. Um, and so I might get in roughly eight or nine hours a week. Yeah. Um, and I've been playing it more as a decision since I bought the Rocket Pass because I want to get all those tiers. Right, it's like an investment. Yeah, like now now I'm like actively deciding, oh, I haven't played any Rocket League today. I should make sure that I don't fall behind. Yeah. Um, so if I fall behind, I might completely drop off because, oh, I'm not going to get it. But I, I don't think I will because you get rewards fairly quickly. Yeah. Fortnite has a thing where you can earn um, their currency, which you can then use to buy the next battle pass when it comes around. Yeah. Is that is that a thing with the Rocket Pass? Yes. I don't think you get... You, you, so, because the way you buy the Rocket Pass is... you The Rocket Pass costs 10 crate keys. Oh. So, so, you, you, so you buy 10 crate keys, and I think which are $1.50 or $2.50 each. Mm. Um, and I don't quite remember off the top of my head. And 10 keys is one pass. Yep. And you get keys as a few tier rewards. So I think you can get about six keys per pass. Right, so it's sort of like a discount for the next one. Or don't, you can don't, buy... Don't, don't call me on the number, but you like you, you do get a like at least six keys per pass. Yeah, um, so you can then choose to... the tiers. Buy the, open the crates with those keys or... Yeah, or, or put that towards your next, next pass. pass. Yeah. yeah. How, do you, how, does, how do you feel about these systems, June, like... I don't really have an issue with them, I don't think. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, they're generally... I don't really play any of the games that have introduced them yet, at yeah. least, so... Would you buy one if Destiny were to bring out one? Probably. Okay. I mean, I've spent money on Destiny, like, on engrams and stuff. Right. Um, so, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's an interesting system. It's, I mean, and it speaks to games being a platform, games being a service... And it speaks to trying to. Um... I like it better than loot boxes. Yeah, like I, I think I think my yeah. biggest better, issue was. It's a better was, alternative. Yeah. Like my biggest issue, I think, like the biggest thing for me to buy it was that I was every now and again I would spend money on a key and I would be disappointed pretty much every single time because I would get a garbage decal and never use it. Yeah. And occasionally I would get a good decal. Yeah. But that's only when I would I would randomly get one of the premium crates because the decals in that game looks good and you just don't get those premium crates very often. No, you don't because they're premium. Yeah, and that's the thing with, um... No, never mind. Forgot what I was going to say. That's all right. Well, it, it's just, yeah, like, I, I think it's a better alternative to crates. I would like crates to go away, um, because they, <laughs> well, like, like they, they prey on a, on a gambling system. Absolutely. Which yeah. I fall victim to very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> then you yeah, get angry about does. it. Yeah, like, it, it, it's a very appealing thing to me, which I hate, so I, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's predatory. I think that's fair enough. I, and this, it's interesting seeing the the industry evolve and try to find a more refined way to get you to continue to pour money into the same game, yeah. so that they keep making money instead of you going somewhere else. And it's also interesting after last year with the whole um, every game had some sort of paid microtransaction. It seemed even a number of single player games. There was Shadow of War, Forza. Uh, Battlefront 2, 
uh, all of the the sports games like FIFA and NBA and I mean, like, and, f- NHL, f- they all have that stuff anyway. But all f- of the FIFA stuff, had that for ages. Like, exactly, it's but it, the card system riding off the back of Battlefront 2's progression system being tied into accidentally becoming a pay-to-win system. Accidentally, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Shadow of War um, incentivizing payments an online system even although it was a single player game like last year was a the real litmus test in terms of what was too much yeah and i'm surprised the industry has pivoted this quickly to find something that is still effective without seeming as predatory and wanting you to incentivizing you to put time and effort and money in yeah like i i think it's i think it makes sense how quickly they adapted it because I remember when, especially when Battlefront 2 happened, that was a such a huge thing. Like, that made that made public news. Like, that made the standard 7 o'clock news. Yeah, um, and, that, would, and th- that was the sort of thing that's encouraging Belgium's government to look into if it's gambling or not, yeah. and stuff like that. And it's, like... I, I, I don't mind it as much in single-player games if they're, like, marketed as a booster pack, because some people you know, don't have a lot of time to beat a 40-hour game or beat a 30-hour game. And if they want to get through it fast, they can pay for a booster pack to get through the game faster, which I don't mind as much, as long as you can know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, it's transparent. Yeah, like, and it's... I think one of the biggest issues is that it was a transparent, and the the rates of it being a high-quality item versus a low-quality item were hidden on purpose because it was... If people saw the... If they saw the chances, they probably wouldn't buy it. Yeah. Um... Do you think that's enough, though, like, to have the... to be transparent about the rates? I think it's a step. Because yeah. I'm sort of relating this to um, gacha games and wondering if they, they're ever going to do this kind of thing. I'm not sure. I don't know if you guys are familiar with, yeah, ga- like, mobile gacha games. Um, but, like, generally it's... You pay $50, you get 50 gems, or however many gems you can do one scout for a, a high... guaranteed high card, right? Yeah. Um, but And it's always said, like, for example, in Love Live... Um, it's a like one percent or two percent chance that you'll get the highest card, mm. but yet I've spent so much money on that game because I there's a, there's a chance there, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, even though I know that I know the rates are bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is I'm, I'm wondering if like are they ever gonna do a system like like what you know Fortnite's doing, what Rocket League's doing? Mm. I don't know if it'd work in gacha games or not. Well, that's the thing. These these passes not only are they meant to. Um, help you to put more money into it but they incentivize you to put more of your time into it yeah because it's oh i'm investing in this game but i'm only going to get stuff out of this investment that i've put in if i put in the hours you're only going to get so how many how many weeks is this rocket pass live for uh it's live until the 26th of november okay so it's like three months yeah it's 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 a large and to get the most out of this rocket pass you need to put in seven hours a week According to that that Reddit maths that you were talking yeah, about before, yeah. which is like over fourteen weeks, that's that's nearly a hundred hours. Mm, yeah, and it's the same with Fortnite. It's a similar amount of time investment, yeah. depending on how well or not well you do or do not do. Um, that's that's incredible. Like, and it's and it's and it's a way to in an industry where everyone's game is trying to be the platform that keeps you around for ages with Siege and Overwatch and Fortnite and PUBG and Rocket League, all of these competitive service games, Destiny, trying to keep you hooked in but also trying to keep you funding the game, how do they keep you from going to other services? How do they keep you putting in the hundreds of hours? Yeah. It's with systems like this. 
because you literally are investing in it because you want to because you get cool things from it and then it's like oh actually if I'm going to be fiscally financially responsible with this decision I owe it to myself to play this game yeah like I, I like, like I bought the Rocket League Rocket League Rocket Pass um, like five minutes after it came out because I was up and ready for it and <laughs> what does that look like Jeremy being ready for the Rocket Pass yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had a very resting gracefully. Yeah. Um, and I remember, yeah, like so, like thinking about the way I've been playing the game now is I've been playing it like not so much as a chore because I do enjoy Rocket League a lot, um, and I enjoy getting better at that game even though my rank doesn't go up. Um, uh, <laughs> holy shit! This game has gotten hard since the Rocket Pass came back. Came out because everyone came back to that game and everyone everyone's really back. good at that fucking game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've done it more of like a, so it's almost like a part of my routine now that I want to play a little bit every day or a little bit every couple of days. Um, whereas, you know, I might've taken a week off if I didn't buy the pass. Yeah. Um, and then I would come back and play a bunch and then take a week maybe. Yeah, um, totally. It's interesting because I, I just thought, you know, with everyone starting to try and implement this sort of thing, well, not everyone, but with multiple very popular franchises trying to implement a system like this. How many people out there do you think tried to do the Rocket League, no, the Fortnite and PUBG Battle Pass at the same time, and are now trying to do the Fortnite and Rocket League Battle Pass at the same time? What if a third one comes out? It's we suddenly stop talking about seven hours a week or one hour a day, and it starts becoming one hour a day and another hour for this game a day as yeah. well. Yeah, and at that point, it's going to be. I mean, like, I mean, it like, almost feels like a subscription. Yeah, like yeah. It, it, it kind, it kind of is. It reminds me of WoW. Yeah, like, and, and, and that, that's what, like, I was literally just a bit about to bring yeah. up WoW because I remember because like WoW was one of the first games to do like a daily reward, and it is literally a daily reward, just with a time limit as, as associated with it. It's yeah. it, it's it's a daily reward with an hour. Yeah. After an hour of play, the tr- um, the, it's 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 almost tricking you, into an obligation to play the game. Yeah. Which is what they want, because the more you play the game, there's a higher chance you'll also buy keys. Yeah. And um, it's also the less you're going to be playing that other person's game, which means that they can afford more for their servers and stuff like that. Like, yeah. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Like, undoubtedly... Like, I remember, like, when, when the Battlefront thing happened, there was a... There was talk about inside EA, they gutted every single loot box system in all, in all their forthcoming games yeah. apart from sports because um, people because they don't mind because yeah because everyone in sports is already like like FIFA Ultimate Team is just like is buying trading cards um, and it's a lot of games that are coming out will adopt this like Overwatch will adopt the system very soon I don't doubt um, mm. and it seems super like rewarding because people play that game every day they play for the like they already get a daily xp bonus and they well, get a loot box bonus yeah and every, like, every week and when when the events uh they get the uh the arcade mode now as well so yeah. like if you play a certain amount and win you still get the, the yep. loot boxes so i don't know mm. I, I don't think it's a bad system i think it'll become as a, as a lot of things in the games industry it'll become oversaturated very quickly and yeah. then everyone will drop off it and it's always about finding the new thing first, more than adopting the new thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, as PUBG found out <laughs> with their backlash. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, well, their, their backlash had more context behind it. But yeah, like, I, absolutely, but... Like, Battlefront 3... 2. No, Battlefront 3. What? Will have a... Oh. Will have this pass. Yes. Like, this system. Like, I wonder if Battlefront... I wonder if Battlefield 5 will have this system. I wonder if they'll adapt it six months in. I'd be surprised, but only because the Battlefield games have a problem with customization being worth it. There's not as much, because that game is so grounded in realism. Don't get me started on the whole... Yeah. Whatever, but... Um, Dumpster fire. Because, because of that, you know, they only have, they have a limited amount of customization. whereas you look at something like Siege, which um, they, they sort of adapted a customization system, and it was things like the characters having skins that make them look like World War II characters, or right. some of them look like, uh, like, like, you know, just talking about Spider-Man, like symbiotes, you know, like with yeah. fangs and stuff like that. It starts becoming less about realism and more about um, cool unique ways to incentivize returning players to play, and you just don't see that in Battlefield. So, will we see it in the Call of Duty? Because weapon skins is such a big thing in Call of Duty. Will we see it in Counter-Strike Global Offensive? I could see it in CSGO, but that's because they... or they, You know what? They've already sort of done passes like that. Okay. They've been doing that for ages, actually. Yeah, they're operations. Right. They have operations that are active for um, a few months at a time and then go away and then you pay another you pay for another unlock pass to get access to what that operation means and it comes with another crate and it comes with another this and it comes with another that it comes with solo missions and challenges and stuff like that right so yes we'll see it in, in Counter-Strike so We've, we already have do you think it'll get to the point where we, we will see it in single player games like a Final Fantasy game Will we see it in a new Assassin's Creed game to get you to play their game every single day? I don't think so. Those games, as they don't have the legs to support a hundred hours of just anything. You know, those games need authored content in order to move forward, and you just don't get that in Assassin's Creed. The Witcher was a hundred hours. You couldn't then add a hundred hours on top of that because there's a pass like that would you'd, you'd have to be replaying the content and I don't think people are going to pay to replay the content I don't know if Destiny came out with a Destiny 1 expansion uh, is that an expansion at that point oh yeah I don't know it's it's very intriguing um, and it'll be interesting to see what the industry does next it'll be interesting to see what happens next year if yeah. there's if there is some critical mass like there was last year with loot boxes. Um, yeah, should we should we take a break at this at this juncture? Should yes. we insert a little a little an ad? You are our sponsors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please sponsor Jim's us. grapes. It's like those billboards. <laughs> what? Who's Jim? <laughs> he sells grapes. Great. Yes. I was gonna say it's like those billboards that say, "Wanna advertise here?" Yes. If you want to advertise here, let me know. Yeah. Any any game dev friends? I don't know. We'll be right back. Please. Uh, off you go. All right, we're back. Uh, now uh, we've got a we've got a couple of couple of topics left. Don't know if we'll get to all of them, but we're gonna we're gonna start back here with with your topic, June. Yeah. So. Um, so I've been playing a lot of uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm. I haven't finished it yet, so this is gonna be spoiler free. Um, Good. And I'm having issues um, with finding the motivation to finish it 
because of how sad it is going to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> As in, like, for those characters in the next game, or, like, for, for the ending of this game? For, for the ending of this game and for what happens in Life is Strange. Okay. Um, and, like, is that, uh, like, I, I don't know if that is a good design choice or not. Right. To have a game be so sad that you don't want to play it. Yeah. I mean, it's a good game and I'm really enjoying it, but it's also, like... Depressing. I would love to finish this game. Right. <laughs> um, but also, I don't want to be upset, you know? Um, sort of hard to motivate yourself to push forward like that. Yeah, yeah, I guess, like, my question is, do you guys have games like that? Or have you had that experience before? Jeremy? FIFA? Oh, wait, no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a game which has made me, like, the, like, very, like, I, there was, I've gotten upset at games when I was younger because they made me sad and it wasn't a happy ending. Right. Um, it was but, an adult ending. But well, you, didn't, you didn't know they were coming, right? No. Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of something which would fit in that context, um, because I suppose with Life is Strange... We should preference that life. So you're playing before the storm or Life Strange two? Before the storm, right? Life Strange two isn't out yet. Oh okay, I don't know. Um, so so before the storm is a prequel to Life is Strange original. Yeah. So I guess the context is you know what happens because you've played the first game. Yeah. yeah. So having a game, having the second game be set before it. Or even just like sometimes in games you can tell that things aren't going well or they aren't going to go well. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that comes to mind, and this is going to be, um, some light spoilers for the end of The Last of Us. Right. Watch out, Jude. No, no. How will <laughs> I ever recover? <laughs> but there's this, there's this, um, I'm, I'm going to talk vaguely about it, but at the end, you're trying to save Ellie, right? Yeah. And there's this thing you have to do that the game basically forces you to do, um, even if you don't want to do it. And it's not necessarily... The thing that you have to do is quite unpleasant. And it would not be... Uh, a... Like, no one would mind if you didn't do the thing that you had to do. I guess what I'm trying to say is... I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. I've played that game a million times. You know when you get to the... In, you get to the surgery? Yeah. I got to that moment and I was like, Oh. I have to kill... People. You have to kill people in that room. You have to? You have to. I thought you didn't have to. You have to. You kill people in Last of Us? You kill unarmed people. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually kind of gross. Yeah, it's really gross. You have to do it. Right. You have to do it. So, that's that's more of an immediate moment. That's less of a, like, anticipation sort of a thing. That's like a, oh man, this is just, just wrong. I don't want to do this. This is bad. You know what I was actually thinking about? It's kind of like Florence, right? Where... You, you're the you one kill that unarmed has... people. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're the one that has to break them apart, right? right. Yeah. And you're the one actually doing it. I think it's yeah, similar yeah. to that, maybe. That, that, that's, that's a good example. Another, another example I just thought of was in, in Call of Duty World... Uh, sorry. Um, Modern Warfare 2, there's, <laughs> there's the No Russian mission, which is just, yeah. which is just an airport massacre. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you were just killing civilians. And... When I, like, when that game came out, I was younger and, like, haha, this is, you know, adult and cool and stuff. And I remember replaying that game not, you know, maybe, like, a year or two ago. And thinking, like, 
God, this fucking sucks. Yeah. And, like, doing it for maybe 20 seconds, I'm like, this is actually horrible. Yeah. Like, and I don't ever want to do this. And I, like, and you have the option to skip that mission. Yeah. Um, and there's no penalty, there's no achievement you don't get for... Why did they bother putting it in, then? <sighs> I mean, it was, it was a... It was edgy. Shock, shock value, yeah, like... It was, it was a different time back then for that series. Yeah. Um... And for what Call of Duty meant, I think. Like, Call of Duty was, like, the biggest game of the year, like, at that point. It was like when GTA V came out and they pulled it from Target shelves and stuff yeah. like that. It was, except it's Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I, I think something that I'd think of in terms of pop culture is just the sort of thing I can think of. Is in when the prequels for Star Wars came out. And it was like, you know Anakin is going to be bad. Because Anakin is Darth Vader. Yeah. But it doesn't... What? <laughs> no, actually, what? Really? I've never known that. Really? You're yeah. not kidding, are you? No, absolutely. I've never oh seen Star Wars. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> You're forgetting you haven't seen it. <laughs> anyway, so you know, at some point, the penny's gonna drop, the the, the, the foot's gonna fall, the, the, the meringue's gonna hit the fan... Why did I say meringue? <laughs> meringue. And do you, do, you re- do you frequently throw meringue at that's fans? How you, that's how you know it's ready. Right. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a cook. <laughs> um, and so I remember getting into uh, the point in episode three where, you know, Anakin Anakin turns the bad. And it's like, this isn't fun. This isn't good. I know it's coming. And at that point, you're sort of only doing it to, like, join the dots and fill in the blanks. Not because it's going to be mm. an enjoyable experience. Do you think- and it was done really badly. <laughs> well, I mean, let's... Yeah. Ignoring that. Then, do you think that that's a good um, story design tactic? I guess. Like, I don't know. To... I guess it's. I guess it's just the the, the pitfall of doing a prequel after something yeah. has already come out. Like, what do you do when people already know the the stakes? When people already know what's going to happen? I, th- I think a good example was everyone's like I, I like everyone's assumption, which got overturned, but. Spoilers for Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Before we were going in, everyone... I was a wreck, first of all. (laughs) You were funny. I was a fucking mess. Um, I and a lot of people, like fucking everyone, think, alright, either Iron Man or Captain America, he was going to fucking die in this movie. Yep. And the the lead up to that movie was getting ready to see Iron Man or Captain America die. Yeah. The flip side was that that didn't happen, but the entire movie, there's this dread of like... Is this it? Especially when Iron Man gets stabbed by Thanos. Oh, that, oh that, that, like, that's like, hard. Yeah, like yeah. that moment, I'm like, this is it. Like, it's it's coming. It's and, so quick, too. Yeah, and it, it was shocking. It was like, but... Not, and the soundtrack goes. Yeah, but it wasn't shocking for shock value. It was shocking for, like, emotive. It was in that moment. It was... Yeah. It was the way they made it. Like I said, it was so... I yeah. watched it, like, four or five days ago. It was fast. Yes. Like... And- Stark and, makes his blade and it's just like quick snap snap. Yeah, and you see it in you see it in Tony's eyes that like oh like I'm about to fucking die right now. Yeah. Um, Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> but like so 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 that was I think a similar situation, which is funny because that's as in because you, you because you know the lineage of Marvel that something is bound to happen like that. Well, like it was they were hyping it up as this is the end. Yeah. They were hyping it up as this is the end of some of these characters. And get ready, and like you know, like a lot of like contracts and stuff were public, so people knew that you know some people, some characters might not be coming back after this movie. Yeah. Um, or the next one, and it's there was a like it's interesting because that's a sequel, and Life is Strange is a prequel, mm-hmm. and I don't know the specifics of 
the life is strange because I don't know what characters we're talking about. The gays all die. Yeah. That's it. Because yeah. life is strange. Um, but, like, I don't know what specific characters just because I don't remember. Mm. Um, but do, like, do you know every detail of what is happening at the end of... Well, the thing is... Or about do you life... know the result? The result. Because, like, the thing is, in Life is Strange 2, you, you find out about Rachel, who is, like, Chloe's, like, first love, I guess. Right. In Life is Strange... Two or... Oh, sorry. Before the song. Okay. Right. Um, okay. And but at the beginning of Life is Strange, yeah. Do you know who that character is, yes. or is yeah. or is it just you know who it is? So like you know they're missing. You, you know they're missing. You know spoilers for the original Life is Strange. You know that they died. Right. Um. And you know that Chloe loved them. Right. Okay. And you you play as Max, and you sort of you don't get a good um like investment. stereotype well, not, what, what's the word like a characterization of this person like right. you're sort of, like not really interested in Rachel because you like Chloe yourself right okay. yeah. you sound like possessive I guess and like Chloe seems to be all tied up in Rachel um, and then you play and then you play before the storm it's like oh Rachel is actually the best yeah um, and you you know that she's gonna die and Chloe's gonna be upset and you see them in this relationship yeah. together so you've become and you, attached you know, and... yeah and it's like <sighs> I have a lot of issues with um, the only sort of, like, game out there that has, like, a, a lesbian kiss on screen and stuff like that, yeah. resulting in the, them all dying. Yeah. But, um, and, and that's such a stereotype of gay yeah. characters yeah. dying immediately. But I, I didn't really want to touch on that because that's a big issue. I mean, like, itself. that's its own thing. Yeah. Um, um tragic lesbians. Um, I, I would point out that that's in The Last of Us as well, but yeah. then... Well, that's yeah, a new that, thing. That, yeah, also yeah. tragic. And they're also gonna die, probably. They... One, one of them, yeah. <laughs> it happens pretty um, quick. Uh, yeah, anyway. I don't know. Life is Strange is good, but... Um, yeah, is it, also it, is it worth the, the Well, that's the, the thing. That, like, Life is Strange Before the Storm came out maybe two or three years ago now. No, 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 no. Uh, two no, it was years last year. It was, last, it was year. last year. Yeah. It was last year. Yeah. Before okay. the Storm. Yeah, it was last year. I think it was later than that. To the Google machine! Um, anyway, and like, I, I love Life is Strange, and I didn't want to play Life is Strange Before the Storm because I knew it was going to be upsetting. Right. And because I knew that they were all going to die and I didn't really want to support that kind of... Anyway. Initial release date, 31st of August 2017. Jesus, okay, so it has been a year. Um, anyway, that was my topic of mm. the day. You know, it's interesting because it is a super unique scenario where you know what's going to happen, you don't know how it's going to happen... You weren't originally invested, but you now are. So that what once was just a minute story detail in someone else's character arc is now a very important mm -hmm. facet. It's I think also because you're, you're playing as Chloe now, and, and oh, Chloe, me. Chloe gets... Um, Chloe's entire story is just tragic. Yeah. From the start to the end. And it's like, this is just... And like, she's the best character in that game. Like, Chloe is one of my favourite characters, and it's like, why... Why would you do this to me? Yeah. Please. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. It is, it's hard yeah. to go into tropes. We should do that at some point, but... Um... Would you say it's similar to reading a book, knowing how it ends, and then watching the movie version of the book? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think, you know, the thing is about playing a game to, to, like, and you, watching a movie is it's such a different it. experience. Right. Yeah. Like, you are playing as Chloe rather than watching Chloe, if that makes sense. Um, I think it's more, like, visceral in that yeah. right. response. More emotional. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, another example of it I can think of is 
Star Wars again, but in Rogue One, uh, yeah. which like the entire movie is a prequel to like some other like for context for you, June. So <laughs> is Darth Vader there? Darth Vader is in the very end, but he's like he's, he's not like the, the point of the movie. Too, but yeah. Um, like like the, the point of the movie is getting plans to find the Death Star, yeah. and the which enti- sets up the yeah. original trilogy. Okay. Yeah, and it, the entire movie is based around characters who go on a suicide mission to get the plans and send it off to the Resistance. I'm um, sorry, the rebe- the rebellion. And it's like the like there was no there was never going to be a Rogue One two there was never Rogue two or whatever yeah like like it was like this this entire movie is set in like a very short period of time and you know going into it that none of these characters are going to continue mm-hmm. like that they all die like yeah. like that they the movie is based on a throwaway line in one of the movies about like we lost many people getting these missions buttons and shit um, so. Going into that movie, knowing that they all die, you're kind of... It's almost like watching a train wreck. Mm. Um, like, you're, you're just watching this... You're watching this mission fail, basically. Like, there's like a... Like, like almost like a fail state as the end game. Yeah. But then you're... You still enjoy it, right? As oh, yeah. Goes, yeah, right? so that's yeah. the thing. Like, what what is... What is the... Con- like, when you know what B is, when you're going from A to B... And there's so many things about, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. What does the journey mean when you know what happens yeah. at the destination? Right. Is being, is is it worth playing a game when you know you're going to be so upset the entire time? Yeah. Is, you're right. Upset? Is that worth is it? Is that worth mm. it? That's a good point. And I think that's different for everybody, of mm. course, because, um, you know, some people are going to be hit harder by certain things and stuff like that. So... God, that's that's a tricky scenario. I don't I don't know the answer. Have you played Life is Strange more than once, the original? Yeah. Would you play Before the Storm more than once? No, absolutely not. Definitely not. No. So there's no there's nothing in there which makes you think. The the thing is about Life is Strange, uh, Before the Storm also it has no puzzle mechanics. Right. Whereas, yeah. Whereas Life is Strange one does because Max obviously has the rewind time. Whereas you play as Chloe in this in Life is Strange Before the Storm and she has she's just an average. Girl. It's more like Telltale. Yeah. 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 Um. I mean, obviously, your decisions change everything as well, but it doesn't have that puzzle mechanic. Do you feel like your decisions don't don't affect as much when the outcome has already been determined? Yeah, right. it was the same in Life is Strange because, like, you know, at, at the end of the game, you have two options. Right. Like, yeah. That, ga- that game ends in two ways, despite that's what made me mad about that game to start with, like, to end with, because I was playing that game as it came out in chapters, right? Yeah. And like over a year or something like that. And, like, when the final episode came out, it was just, like, you know, all of this time I've spent trying to craft all my answers and stuff like that, and yeah. it just ends up with two tragic lesbian deaths, like... Right, yeah. Um, I don't know. That's the same... It's sort of the same with, um... Uh... With most, like, Telltale games, Mass Effect, like, branching out RPGs and stuff like that, where it's single origin point, branches out, funnels back in. I think that was, um... Like, not to talk about David Cage on our podcast, but <laughs> I think that was what was enjoyable about Detroit as well. It's like, you mm. made all these choices, but the endings, there's like, you know... Like it doesn't funnel back down. 20-plus endings. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's fair, because there's... What good uh, choices in video games that you that you are impacting the game at all, what good is that if you... Like, if that doesn't amount to anything yeah. in the end. I mean, sure, it unlocked different cutscenes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, right? There's that classic thing of in the original Walking Dead game where it's like, you could decide to... Someone says, hey, let's go to the dairy farm. And you as Lee, you could say, no, let's not do it. Or, let's do it. Yeah. And if you say, no, let's not do it, 
he says, no, let's not do it. And someone's like, oh, come on. He's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And then you go to the dairy farm. Yeah. <laughs> so in Before the Storm, is it a... So, so who's the main character and who's, who's the character that, who's the character that dies? Uh, Chloe. Well, they both die. Not well, this, Chloe, not Chloe dies at the end of Life is Strange. Right. No, 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 in Before the Storm. Yeah, so they both die. Well, like, Rachel, Rachel dies. Rachel dies at Rachel, the end they, of Before the Storm. Both... That is, that is yeah. the, okay. the, the end of Before well, the she, Storm. Well, d- she, she dies in Life is Strange, but you don't oh, find that out until... Oh, I didn't know that. Right. So in... That's okay. Is the game, like, a happy game and sad because you know the ending? Or is the game, like, legitimately sad throughout most of the game? Um, it has, like, really sad parts... And that makes the happy bits sad. Right. Okay. Sense. Right. Um, so like, there's a there's a point that is really beautiful and great where you find out that Rachel's adopted, um, and you go upstairs on her in her room and you set up this really beautiful um, light with the stars on the roof, and she's there crying, and you cuddle her in bed, mm. and like that's really beautiful and great mm. and happy, but she's just found out she's adopted. Yeah. Like. <laughs> um, or like you know when when they kiss for the first time and they want to run away and you just know that that's never going to happen. Right. I don't know. Is if you don't know what happens at the like say like if if I hadn't played Life is Strange and if I didn't know how Before the Storm ends, would I like does the game tell you how this game ends before? No, it, right. I'm wondering if you could play Before the Storm before you play Life is Strange. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. Like, probably, it'd be interesting. Probably, probably um, doesn't matter so much now that we've had this conversation. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, that's all right. That's okay. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I was said at the start. I won't get to spoil it. So yeah, I've spoiled the entire. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> um, that's the whole point. Yeah, I don't know. That was my topic. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to yours? I, I wish you luck with whichever yeah, decision you. you make going forward. I'll probably forward. finish it because there's barely any good lesbian content out there. Yeah. In games. Enough. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, Carrie. I don't know if I want to talk about my topic or not. <laughs> it's so whingy. It's not that whingy. I can make it not whingy. Carrie's grumpy, a Twitter boy. I am grumpy. This is Carrie grumpy hour. Yeah. It happens at the last the last ten minutes of our podcast every week. Does and it? every time we play video games. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, no, that's that's more like grumpy ninety percent of. Anything. <laughs> anyway, this is this is Kerry's unreasonably angry moment uh, for this podcast. Uh, so, like I was saying before, I'm super hooked on this photo mode for Spider Man, right? And when I wasn't playing Spider Man earlier in the week, when I was like on a tram going somewhere or whatever, I was like, man, I wish I could be playing Spider Man. What could I be doing instead? that is like playing Spider-Man, but isn't. I know, I'll look at Twitter for, like, photo mode stuff. And I was going through, like, the You Marvel know what? Th- big mistake. You brought that on yourself. Yeah, no, well, no big that, mistake. That's sort of part of what I'm saying, that's right? That's like... So, the, oh, no, that's just, like, being like, oh, I want to see this movie. You know what? No, that's like being, I want to see Infinity War. You know what I do? I look up Infinity War hashtag. No, but that, it, it's slightly different, <laughs> right? Because the game allows for a sandbox, like, I just, all I wanted to see was cool photo mode shots, right? And so there was a thread in the Marvel Games thing that was like, show us your cool photo mode shots. And so, like, that's where I found that one before that I showed you. The that, upside like, down one. The upside yeah. down one with the red and the blue on each side. Like, there were a lot of really cool shots. And then, right dab in the middle of it, is this massive story spoiler. It's... I'm not going to describe it. I'm curious it. what it is, because, like... I'll I, let you know. It's, it turns... I got past it pretty quickly from that point. But it was right. enough that... I, and Was it Dr. Octopus? Shut up. <laughs> granted... <laughs> granted, I am... Sensitive to this type of stuff to begin with, yeah. but um, I was just super bummed that instead of trying to 
further enrich my experience of this game, I just had it ruined for me a little bit. You know what, Kerry? It'd really be like that sometimes. <laughs> it just be like sometimes that. you don't think it'd be like that, but it do. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just be like that sometimes. Not to like shit on your topic, but like it really does be like that sometimes. What you mean, Twitter or no, like spoilers in general? Like yeah, no, totally. It's like it I do just, get it that. Just it's like the person who just spoiled the like, game for Kerry. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think like you exist in like you exist in this place and in, in this um, entertainment world. I guess yeah. It's like you can't do anything you can't be on twitter you can't be on facebook without well, seeing something i hadn't i hadn't had that sort of lesson for me yet you like sweet baby child it's it's rare that i'm in on something day one yeah just because money and stuff like that it's, it's rare for me that i am in on it something like that day you don't one. read no yeah i guess you don't so i didn't i didn't go like, into reviews or previews or anything, for like, stuff like this oh well, what about infinity war what well, about we like just make, I, I think that was different because Disney went so far out of their way. Like, nothing in that fucking movie got spoiled. And then we were sort of there day one for that one as well. So, Um, yeah, with this, I I guess what I wanted to say was just that this was the moment that made me realise that everyone says, oh, you can't go on Twitter, don't go on Tumblr, don't go on Facebook, don't do anything of that. This was the moment that made me realise that that isn't hyperbole. That that there are people out there who are shitheads who will go out of their way and... Not not saying that incidental stuff like um, Jeremy was saying about Doc Ock being in the game, but the the stuff that I saw, which was like the post literally said spoilers, and then there was the photo which was taken specifically. It said the word spoilers, and you saw it. Do you not have? I I, I wasn't reading what the thing said first. I just saw the photo, and then I was like, oh what? And then it said spoilers. This is a lesson learned. Yeah. That's, that's what so I'm saying. Again, that's what you I'm brought saying. That on yourself. That's what I'm saying. They so warned you. What I, I guess what I want to ask is, what was the moment for each of you that made you realize the this lesson? When did you each learn this lesson for yourself? Because so, this has been a bitter pill to swallow. So once every week, the volume of the chapter of my favorite manga comes out. Um, and generally, uh, how the jump publishers say, what they say is like the, the physical copy of the chapter doesn't come out in Japan until the Monday, okay. whereas the scan comes out, well, the Korean scans and the Chinese scans come out on the Friday night. Okay. And they say, don't post spoilers anywhere on the internet because that means people won't buy the actual physical chapter that yeah, they've already read online, on, right? right? And it's just like frowned, frowned upon, that goes, I suppose. Um, it's taboo. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like, but you know, the, West, the Western fandom, we don't get jump here anyway yeah. so we read it and tend to spoil it online um, and it's become a thing where it's like um, in the most recent recently I guess like people have started to realise that maybe we shouldn't be doing that mm. but still you're going to get spoilers right um, so I guess like you know if we haven't seen the new episode or we haven't seen the new the new chapter yet just you just can't be on Twitter yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah. that's that's my Friday and Saturday right because I, when I can't it's, be on Twitter because for the rest of the for, for Sunday through to Thursday yeah. the rest of the week it's awesome being in that sort yeah, of fandom yeah. and sort of being a part of that movement yeah I, I think um, because Western fandom and because in fandom in general everyone's so interconnected and like talking about things all the time especially when it's a small community of people yeah um, you can't do anything and connect with anyone if they know something that you don't I guess yeah um, and it's like I don't know, you just, you just, sort of every, built everyone's references. talking about it, yeah. right? And, and, because that's the new thing in the fandom. It's like, you can't, you can't just be, you can't be on Twitter. Totally, totally. So, that's fine. Is, is that, have Sorry you... to relate it back to anime. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I, I asked. <laughs> Unless you didn't specifically say which one. It's Boku no Hero. Don't you mean My Hero Academia? Yeah, or is that, that different? One. They're different. Yeah. Um, 
I think for me, a big one, which is funny because it didn't end up being a spoiler. <laughs> um, so there's a part. So when the Captain America Civil War, like marketing was going on, there was that like people made a lot of fake leaks for that game of Captain America's death. Um, right. Because in the Civil War, in the Civil War comic, following the Civil War comic, not in it, Captain America dies, and it was like it was a big thing. Um, so what is in comics, he doesn't die for long. Um, <laughs> Surprise, but, surprise. But the movies are usually more final than that. Mm. Um, and people were thinking that Cap was going to die in the movie because of the comic and because people were making fake leaks of, like, Cap's body holding his shield while Tony's, like, just drinking while standing over him and stuff. Um, Jesus Christ. Like, like it, was a really, it was a really vivid image which was going on um, and it was captured off a TV screen. And so it looked like someone in a product, and like a bunch of Infinity War stuff, got leaked as well of like previs, like 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 as that is in like pre CG, more like mid CG stuff. Okay. So like low poly, but like stuff First that passes. looked stuff that looked really legit. And I'm not even sure if that stuff is fake or not because mm. I'm not sure if it's Avengers Four stuff. Mm. Like I'm not saying what it is, but it was like conversations which was so out of context. It almost felt like it was real what was happening. Um, anyway, so there's a, there was a post which was, Captain America Civil War spoilers, is this what Bucky says? And there's a part in the trailer where there's only music and no dialogue, and Bucky grabs Tony's arc reactor, and he's trying to rip it out of his chest. And I don't know what, like, it just, it just happens to be, but Bucky's mouth looks like he says Steve's dead. And, and because it's in the trailer... It's not fake. You can just go to the trailer and see that part. Yeah. And Bucky's mouth doesn't actually say anything in the movie. It just he's his, just he's just efforting. Yeah, he's... his mouth just looks like he's saying Steve Steve died or Steve's dead or Steve like has been killed or something like that. <laughs> wow. And I remember on that post, everyone in the comments like, I don't know why the fuck I clicked on this. Did I just spoil this movie for myself? Yeah. And I remember looking at it going, Did I just fucking ruin this movie for myself? Yeah. And at that point, like, when the movie came along, I had this, like, moment of relief when that scene came, because I, like, I knew Steve wasn't dead. Yeah. And so I'm like, that was just wild. Like, that was fucked. Yeah. And I think, like, another se- another similar thing to that was when the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer came out. That trailer is trash and spoils almost every plot point of the movie. Yeah, it's the plot It's the plot of the movie in yeah. two minutes. <laughs> it's, it's just beat for beat in order, which is not how you do a fucking trailer. Um, and so I was... Like, I didn't... I, like, I just took a break from looking at, at any trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming because Sony pictures are bad at marketing. Yeah. Um, so, like, those were two big ones um, for me. And mm. obviously going into Infinity War, I was, like, not going on... Like, like, I just didn't go on Reddit. I didn't go on Twitter. I didn't go on Facebook. I didn't go on anywhere. Yeah. Especially after Star Wars Episode Seven, when a main character dies... A bunch of meme pages I follow posted posted that like a, someone took a photo of the movie cinema of of that death scene yeah. and just posted it and like made it their profile pictures and yeah. people playing Star Wars Battlefront changed their gamer tag to that's like you know that that spoiler. I had that spoiled for me when I was playing Battlefront. Yeah, and like I didn't, I didn't, like I saw it day one like really early screening, mm. so that didn't get spoiled for me. And being in Australia, they were doing worldwide releases at that point, so it wasn't like America was getting it first. Mm. And now America gets movies like a week or two later, which yeah. is weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that was that was it for me. It was a lot of those movies, and at that point, I'm like, yeah, no, nah, like 
I especially don't trust games because mm. people will go fast and loose with game like with game spoilers more than they do movie spoilers. Yeah. But I've couple story based games. I'm guessing. I was gonna say why is that? I wonder. I think because a game is a long term commitment you have to get to a lot of the time. Um, like, if someone spoiled the ending of Donut County, I probably wouldn't care as much. Yeah. If they spoiled the ending of The Last of Us, I, like, Last of Us 2, I will be heartbroken. But that also takes 20-something hours to get to. Yeah. Mm. Um. I guess because it's more of a, an effort, not an effort, like a... Like, you can sit down for a movie, not have to be good at it. Yeah. And know how the movie ends, and you can just... Usually a movie has the end, whereas a game might have multiple mm. sections or... Yeah, totally. You know, spoiling the, the end of Fallout, I don't think anyone cares about it. No, usually... who cares about the story in Fallout? Yeah, whereas if someone spoiled the end of Spider-Man, I'd, I'd probably care very deeply, yeah. depending on what the ending is. Yeah, totally. I was, I think, in retrospect, I was very lucky that, um, like I said, I got past that moment pretty quickly. It was a sort of an early moment. Um, but the way it was framed and the way they put it together, it was, it was just like... Oh, you asshat! <laughs> Who the hell is this person to come in and try and ruin everyone's fun like this? I, I don't understand the mentality of people like that. And I understand that... I do understand that, I guess, that part of it is this, what I'm doing right now, is yeah. this reaction. But... Like, what a dick! Like, <laughs> especially with Marvel, I'm so careful to the point now where I won't post on the Marvel subreddit because I know people message people who post on the Marvel subreddit spoilers. Oh, because they like, know like, that those people care, so they're targets. Yeah, yeah. So, so people send them personal messages. Sometimes the message will just be blank and their username will be the spoiler, so you you, you can't even, like, just not open the so message. That's so nasty. It's... The internet is so nasty. We live in a society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, like, and especially after, like, literally a small scene got leaked of Infinity War, like, without CGI at all, so you can see Josh Brolin in his mocap suit. Mm. I remember when that came out and I watched it, I was like, the scene didn't really have anything in it, but holy fuck, now I'm terrified of, yeah. like, a major scene happening. That made it out. What else is going to come what out? Was yeah. Um, it was just the scene of him interrogating the... Hang on, Infinity War spoilers, everyone. <laughs> it's not even... It was the scene of him interrogating the Collector. Okay. Yeah, like, and it's not even, like, the end scene with, like, the reality bit. It's just him interrogating. Um, and, yeah, so it's... That was actually kind of neat to see Josh Berlin, like, wearing his, like, his gigantic pole with his tennis Thanos ball. stick. <laughs> yeah, like, his, his Thanos face stick. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, cool. Don't, well, don't spoil things, kids. Yeah, don't. Don't. That's a shitty thing to do. Man. But if you do, make it stuff no one cares about. Loser. Yeah, so I guess that's 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 the that's those are our topics. We had this this is written here as misc bullshit. We have uh, stuff we haven't gotten to. I don't think we'll get to it, but I want to read it out because it's funny. We've got Kingdom, Big Hearts, Six Heroes. I'm very excited for Kingdom Hearts three. They had the Big Hero Six trailer. It's extremely good. Then they had a trailer for Kingdom Hearts VR. It looks extremely bad, but I'm still going to play it. Yep. <laughs> Do we want to talk about... We're waiting too long to not play everything that is Kingdom Hearts 3, including Kingdom Hearts VR, which looks bad. That game comes out in a few months. Yeah, it's still like four months away. Well, January, but... It's February, basically. It's January 29th. Oh, yeah, okay. Fair enough. It's February. Uh, I was gonna... Let's not talk about that. That one. Are you gonna talk about the Switch? 
Yeah, I was maybe going to talk about the new the new special edition Switch console. That I'm very surprised it's coming to EB Games. I didn't think it would. Yeah, it's interesting. The colors on it. Ugly. They, they kind of look like you know ice cream like, colors. No, it looks like um. Pee and those... poo. <laughs> Pee and poo. It looks like those lollipops, the caramel lollipops. Yes. Yes. What? Thank yes. It, that's what. That's what it all is. They're just various shades of brown and yellow. I mean, I think like, the really back, is, the back is really cute, but the Joy Cons are really ugly. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, we're not, got, talking, we're not talking about this. Also got different colored like Joy Con yeah, straps. No, Did you no one those? uses the Joy Con straps. Right. <laughs> Do we have straps? Yeah, they sure the, do. The grips. You know the ones that get locked on and mums don't know how to take them off? No. You don't know what... Really? They what? came They came with the Switch. They come with the Switch. Yeah. They're like little things. You've got to put them on the right way. One said says plus oh, says yeah. minus. Oh, yeah! The bands. Yeah, that's right. Wonder anyway. where mine are. Yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about that because we've got our own time anyway. Yeah. yeah, this this was the first episode of Minimap Cast. Maybe if you see this, but probably not. But hopefully... Mm. I, I feel pretty I good about this fun. one. Better about this one than we did oh, the last God. one. This yeah. one was definitely more structured. Yeah, that last one was bad. Pre, I'm, don't, I'm awake this time. Don't do pre-E3 casts. <laughs> yeah, as your first... <laughs> yeah. As your first as your episode of something. Yeah. Um, well, excellent. Thank you. If, you, if you're here listening to this, thank you for listening to this. Um, uh, you is can, this a fortnightly thing or is this a monthly thing? We don't know yet. We don't know yet, no. We could easily do... We, we could... Yeah, this is like, I feel like we can talk about this later. I won't talk about this. Yeah, okay. No worries. So, yeah, we can, um, I hope you stick around for whenever we do the next one. I reckon we'll probably try to do this more frequently than we do our game club one, but that's up to us. We'll let you know. To find out, if you're listening to this and you don't know yet, you can go to at minimapau on Twitter. Um, or you can alternatively go to each of our individual Twitters where we will most likely be retweeting that. Uh, my Twitter is at KJPalmer underscore 24. Jeremy? My Twitter is at Obi1Jez. Well, I'm not going to do the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the podcast, the other podcast. Uh, mine is Junez, so J-U-N underscore E-double-S. Uh, you can look at any of those and we'll be uh, talking about, after we've released this one, what we'll be doing for the next uh, little while in terms of release schedule. Yep, the, um, the Minimap Twitter is at MinimapAU. I go, did that already, Jerry. Okay, go to minimap.com.au for the actual website. Mm-hmm. Um, you this. can follow, if you're interested in the Game Spoilers podcast, which is our monthly game club podcast, the Twitter for that is at GameSpoilersPod. You can find that uh, at www.gamespoilers.com. Uh, if you want to just listen to the podcast on its own or on a webpage. Uh, that's on most services around the globe. Uh, let us know if it isn't. We'll try to do a very similar thing with this one, but, uh, you know, it's early days. We'll let you know. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Stay tuned. Like I said, press F5 on that website for my Assassin's Creed Origins is Bad article. That's not what it is, but it's, you know, whatever. Uh, and Stay tuned for Kerry is Wrong article. Kerry <laughs> is Wrong, the article. <laughs> <laughs> I you saying that makes me think of, like, the musical. What? I know, you said, like, like the article. Which made me think of, like, the musical. Can you cut this out? What? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.